Welcome to MPA Pod, the Mortgage Professional Australia podcast. Hello, and welcome to MPA Pod, our regular podcast series. I'm Priscilla Dickinson, journalist at Mortgage Professional Australia. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Isabella Constantino, Associate Director of Simplicity Loans and Advisory. Isabella has worked in commercial finance for six years and was named an NPA Top Commercial Broker for 2023. Simplicity Loans and Advisory is Isabella's first role out of university, where she studied a business degree majoring in finance and economics. Commercial finance was not an area that she had initially considered as a career. Initial contact with the company was an interview for an office manager role. She was offered a graduate position instead and has quickly become a well-known and highly respected commercial broker and a female role model within the industry. Isabella will talk to us about opportunities to specialise in commercial finance, her chosen area of specialisation and the importance of having a support network and mentor. Hi Isabella, a very big warm welcome to you and thank you very much for joining us today. Hi Priscilla, thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to doing this. Firstly, could you provide an overview of the main areas of specialisation in commercial lending? Yeah, absolutely. So the commercial space is very, very multifaceted. Um, It's quite different than to residential lending in that um, way where there's so many different avenues you can go into if you're looking to get into commercial lending. The three sort of core areas would probably, or four four maybe core areas would be your trading business um, transactions, which is more for like your self-employed clients who maybe want to look to expand a business or buy a commercial premises to occupy their business, that sort of style of lending. Then there's asset finance, which is obviously everything from your vehicles to your boats to a fleet of trucks, um, anything that sort of comes under vehicle and asset sort of umbrella. Um, and then there's construction and development funding, which is the area that I sort of play most in and I can, I'll can i touch on that a bit later. And then the fourth one's like your SMSF lending that you can do in the commercial space, which we as a business don't really do a lot of. And it is sort of more, it can be more specialised in the resi space as well. But yeah, there's they're probably the four core areas. Excellent. Thank you. And why did you choose to specialise in construction and development lending? I honestly just fell into it a little bit. Um, when I, when I started at Simplicity, I had an amazing opportunity to work as an associate under one of the directors, JP, and he, his core business is in that construction and development space. And I quickly got the opportunity to go out and meet lots of developers and builders and really get an overview of that space. And I found that it was a really interesting and be really dynamic. I love sort of the different people that you meet in that space and the different projects that you get to see sort of come to life. I find it really fulfilling being able to be part of a developer's journey through their business growth, like through each project. It's You really sort of feel like you become an extension of their business because you watch them go through each project and sort of build on their portfolio. And I just find it a very, yeah, very fulfilling side of the business. And it's also I think it's one of those things that whilst it maybe seems quite daunting to get into, it's actually quite formulaic in the way that you look at it from a lending perspective. If you, once you can wrap your head around sort of how to put together a feasibility and how to read a quantity surveyor's report, it actually becomes quite a, like, yeah, formulaic 
way of looking at it. So yeah, I, I really think it's a great space to get into. I find it very interesting and the people you meet day in and day out are, are all so different and so like building so many amazing projects. Excellent. I would think that obviously with the, the length of some of these projects too, they're very long-term like relationships that you're building here and the, the process as well, just working yeah, with them. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, I mean, I find it's, what I what I really like about the space is it's not transaction specific. Like you don't work on a on a project and settle a deal and then never talk to that client again or maybe only touch base every now and then. We'd like to stay really involved in our clients' projects through the life of the project, even after the loan is settled. And I find that's a really good way to keep keep in contact with your clients. And you know the the building industry is so interconnected. Everyone knows everyone, and it's a great opportunity for word of mouth referrals or sort of networking within the industry. And there's there's so many opportunities in that space that it's quite easy to sort of stay involved. Right. Excellent. Thank you. And you've spoken about the importance of having a support network to lean on and also a mentor. Why is this so important, particularly for brokers who want to diversify into the commercial space? I think as I was as I touched on before, the commercial space is so multifaceted and it, it can be quite difficult to know where to start if you're looking to diversify into commercial. And this is sort of where it becomes crucial to have a network of peers or mentors who you can kind of call on their knowledge and sort of share experiences so that you can really learn how to navigate the commercial landscape because it is so diverse compared to residential lending. I think it can be quite daunting initially for someone to look to diversify. And if you can talk to other people who are maybe all already in the industry or have just made the change and and know, I guess, what what the challenges are, what where you should focus your time on, that if you can get a really good support network and a really good you know, a couple of people from, say, lenders or other brokers or people just in the industry, it really just makes it an easier transition. The Particularly for, I think, women looking to transition into commercial finance, being part of a community or network, say, like the MFAA or CAFPA, it provides a really great way to improve, like, your confidence to get into the industry and really gain sort of education and learn from others in that are already in the industry. I find myself like I've spent the last couple of years particularly really, really focusing on building my network and I've got some amazing people in my corner now that I know if I if I don't know how to handle something, I can pick up the phone and call a number of different people and I don't sort of feel like I'm in it alone and I think it can, it just makes it such a more fulfilling experience if you can share the knowledge and share different different experiences with other sort of like-minded people in the industry. Excellent. Yeah, the real value of ideas and, you know, no matter what stage you're at, you know, just keeping learning and um, sharing that information. Sounds great. And just finally, what advice would you give to women considering a career in commercial finance? I think just don't be afraid and back yourself to be able to succeed in it. I genuinely think broking is not highlighted enough, like both residential and commercial broking is not highlighted enough as a really amazing career path for women. Um, 
in the industry, you can work as little or as much as you want to suit your lifestyle. And I think, you know, for, for women who are maybe looking to have a family at some point, it it provides a really flexible career path for women looking to get in the industry. And particularly, like, if you're looking to diversify into commercial, there is the, I think it's lessening now, but there has been a stigma around it being sort of a boys' club it's very male dominated and it can be quite intimidating to get into. I know myself, I have been to many, many events over my the course of my career where I'm one, if not just a few of the women in the room of about 50 people and it can be very intimidating. And I think, yeah, just really backing yourself to succeed and trust that you can that you can build your knowledge as quickly or as slowly as you want to and you don't have to do everything at once. Pick, I, I would say pick a niche that you find really interesting in the commercial space and just focus on that for the time being. You don't have to do every every aspect of commercial finance initially. You can build on those skills over the course of your career and you don't necessarily have to do it all. Thank you. That's really great advice. Well, thank you, Isabella. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. That wraps up this edition of MPA Pod. Thank you very much for joining us and we look forward to bringing you more news and discussion in future episodes. Thank you for tuning into MPA Talk. You can listen to the latest episodes on Apple, Spotify, Amazon and all major listening channels. Just search for MPA Talk.